Hi, it's Mitch from BigTogs.com and SportsChatPlace.com. It is Sunday, September the 6th, 2020, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Today, we got a pretty solid schedule as we head into, hey, a week from today, we'll be talking NFL football opening Sunday. How cool is that? Of course, Thursday night, the NFL opens. We got college football on Thursday, college football tomorrow night. And uh, Jeff Jeter has finally figured out his camera behind the scenes. Miracles never cease. Anyways, we've got, uh, got of course, the Brian Bittler, the Puck Dogs are with me. Jeter's here. And uh, that means there's NASCAR. We've got Truck Series and Cup Series. We've got NBA playoffs, two games. We've got NHL playoffs, one game. And we've got 15 Major League Baseball games today. So pretty solid schedule. But, hey, next Sunday, I don't know how we're going to squeeze it in with uh, all the NFL action. Plus, Saturday, we've got college football. It's like this is the this is kind of like... How we were a couple of days before the COVID, which which was the uh, the Rod freakout day. Like we're that close to NFL season and college football full swing now, which is really really cool. But no, uh, no, uh, like everything else is winding down. It's just a, it's a little different, right, this year. But uh, hey, I'm grateful for everything that we have. Speaking of grateful for what we have, I got everybody backwards here, and uh, I have to fix our screen. I got uh, let's see me. I'm here, of course, and then we got Brian. He's got a kind of a new setup there, and we've got Rod and Chris. There we go. All right, Brian Bittler, way better look over there. Boy, someone got I'm it. Working. It's a work in progress. Every day, a little bit better. Yeah, every day. It's your mic. I think <laughs> we got a, we got some adjustments to make here. Mic, computer, uh, some things like that too. But um, we'll get it, and uh, lighting backwards, we figured out, but uh, we'll get that going on. Anyways, uh, Chris, how are you doing today? I know you had a winning day yesterday. Well, we don't know how he's doing. Rod, what's up with you? How are you today? I'm doing good today. Uh... All right, Chris, how about you? I'm doing, sorry, I'm doing well. I'm looking to uh, build on yesterday. I was so excited, I forgot to turn my mic back on. So yeah, it looks like you but got. No, your, I'm doing well. Looks like you got your floodlight on the comforter. I'll take the under on the fire that starts at uh, the Ruffalo uh, home. There, uh, that's going to be pretty interesting. That is Jeter uh, in the background there without the mute, but that's okay. <laughs> Show already, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's really not a, not a good start to the show. Not the start we were looking for as we head into NFL week. But anyways, hey, it is kind of like the dress rehearsal, right? You know, that's what they call it. NFL, there was no preseason this year, so we didn't get preseason either. Of course, be sure to smash the like button. Brian, what do you got going on in the premium area today? I talk about, talk about backwards. Yesterday was backwards for me. Really nailed the NBA. It's according to today, I got my MLB dog investment and my MLB money shot, both twenty nine ninety five. Pick it up, guys. And how about you? How about you, Chris? And the irony of the fire that's about to start in the room. I got my sizzling Sunday package on the on the website. Got uh, seven MLB in there as well as a couple NBA and uh, my play for the NHL today. Yeah, uh, I could I could take you out for a second if you want, if you or you can turn your camera off for a second uh, and fix that if you want. If not, we could just keep. I'll keep an eye on it for you. See if any any flame. I don't think I don't think it says in the manual 
safe for down comforters. I'm pretty sure. It's a floodlight. I, you know, I, I, I bought this stuff, so I know exactly what it is. It's a floodlight made in China. It's basically what he's got there sitting on his, in the middle of his bed. Um, I would say in the manual that they would say, caution, do not do that. I'm just, I'm just going to say Do not that. take it to bed with you. Yeah, do not uh, leave in bed. It's kind of like do not smoke in bed. Do not put floodlights on your comforter. Do not... Uh, I mean, it doesn't get like as hot as a light bulb, but it is. it does get pretty warm. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> That's what happens when you get booted out of the house and have to stay in the Motel Six. Rod, what do you got going on today? Uh, I got my Super Sunday package. Uh, it's got three MLB, one hockey, and an NASCAR selection in there. And then I've got my uh, Sunday NBA birdcage. Now, those NASCAR sections seem to be real popular with people. I think we've sold zero. And, uh, so I think, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll get some, maybe we'll get start getting some interest in the NASCAR area, but just not something that I think, I think people, they have those NASCAR fans. I'm not, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll take the heater by Jeter to get that going, but uh, we'll find, we'll find out. Anyways, man, I got seven picks for today. I got five MLB and uh, two NBA yesterday, man. I hated that MLB card. And I, I'm, you know, there was a few games that I wish I was on. And then there was a few games that I'm glad that I stayed away from that. I knew it would have lost. So pretty good there. But um, anyways, uh, anyways, uh, got uh, NBA going on. And uh, let's get right into it. We got the first game. The Heat look to close out the Bucks. Um, the status of the freak, it's up in the air. I'm going to guess he's going to try and go. Um, it doesn't matter. He's been absolutely mugged in the paint. They have not been able to. He has not been able to do much against this Heat team. This, um, and, you know, in, 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 in all uh, big picture here. Jeter, you got to mute yourself back there. But anyways, um, Anyways, you got to, um, you know, you look at the, uh, you look at the um, big picture here, and the Heat have now won seven playoff games in a row. Um, they are they are on a tear. Um, anyways, Brian, what do you think here? You think the Bucks? Fifty three percent of the public still think the Bucks have something here in the tank, and that they don't go down easy. What do you think? Well, I think. Uh... Uh, I love the Bucks tonight. I'm hoping Giannis doesn't play. I think it'll motivate the Bucks even more. This is a proud team, talented up and down the roster. This is a premium pick for me. I'm giving it to the guys for free. I don't care. Take the Bucks tonight. They're going to win it outright. Okay. Uh, Chris, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm on the heat here. They have been a proud team, but that hasn't stopped the heat from uh, yeah. from, from going up 3-0 in this series. I, I don't see any way the Bucks are stopping them here. I'll take the... Heat laid the bucket for the sweep. How about you, Rod? Yeah, I agree with Chris. Uh, and this is my premium pick in the NBA. Uh, I'm taking the Heat money line. Heat win this. Bye bye, Bucks. Yeah, if this would if this was a fight, they would have stopped it. Um, it, it. The Bucks have had no answers here. No, None. no, no, Giannis, no chance. Even because at even if, at seventy percent, he looked he looked horrible. Even if they had, I mean, they've they've had game. him. They've had him for three games. They've had no chance in any of those games. They've been thoroughly outcoached and outplayed from, from start to finish. 
Giannis, it doesn't matter. You could have three of him. They still wouldn't win because whatever he's doing doesn't work against this defense. It does not work. Jimmy Butler is making him look silly. Showing Jimmy Butler, I think, is one of those guys that plays with a chip on his shoulder. Like, I never get the recognition that I deserve. I never get any of this. I'm never in that discussion with LeBron and G- now Giannis and, you know, Kawhi, Curry. I'm never in that discussion. You know, why not? And Butler is showing right now, hey, maybe he's this year's Kawhi, you know? Um, just saying. Anyways, we got another game, too. We got the Lakers against the Rockets. 48% on the Rockets, 52 on the Lakers. This thing is hung tight at five and a half. Brian, uh, you know, the Rockets just seems like a majorly square play here after last game. I mean, you know, you talk about square plays, and I think, uh, you know, the public, it's got to be all over the Rockets here. I mean, got to be, you know. I mean, generally speaking, after performance like the Rockets, the public will be smashing uh, the Rockets in game two. Uh, in this game, I'm looking to go under the total. I think we see a defensive effort both sides of the ball. Uh, every every uh, They're going to contest every time those guys get the basketball. Lakers are really good in defense. Take the under. How about you, Chris? I'm going to take the over here. I think, uh, I think the offense has come alive in this one. And- how about you, Rod? Your guys' sound is just, I don't know what's going on. It sounds like Hitler's in a car wash. Chris, it's like you're coming in and out. Rod? Uh, for me, I like, I like the over in this game. Uh, I think we see a high pace back and forth. Get some scoring. Yep. Give me the over. All right, I'm going to bring in Jeter. You guys can... You guys can mute yourselves and try and figure it out. And, uh, we'll trade some paint with Jeter and uh, see what uh, see what we got with NASCAR. That's Brian. I got it backwards here too. Let's see. There we go. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Now you're muted. This is really one of our worst shows we've ever had. Um, you there? Oh, Chris muted you. Chris, could you unmute Jeter? How about now, Jeff? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing fine. Ready uh, for a busy day uh, down at uh, Darlington here in NASCAR. So we got the truckers um, at it first, those badass mother truckers. Um, what's going on in the truck series today? Yeah, this will be the uh, first trip to Darlington for the uh, truck series in nine years. So majority of the field, uh, the majority of the guys in it today have never even seen the place. So but there are a few veterans uh, that, that have laps here and, and not only trucks, but also in the cup series and, so, uh, you know, I'm definitely kind of leaning a little more of experience in the truck series race this afternoon over, you know, some of the guys who've been on top here recently that don't have laps here. All right. Got, uh, who do you like in the trucks? Like, so how long is this race? 
And um, yeah, you know, what it's uh, just we... like the Xfinity race yesterday. It's uh, 147 laps, 200 mile race today. So it's a shorter, shorter race. And uh, so there's really not a lot of room for mistakes. So, you know, from the get go, we'll uh, be getting on with it. <laughs> so uh, who do you like in the truck race? Yeah, I mean, um, going to it, uh, you know, some of the favorites, such like Austin Hill and, you know, uh, Sheldon Creed, guys like this. I mean, these are, they're, they're sitting here as the favorites, as some of the lower prices, and, you know, they've never turned laps here. Uh, in today's race, we've got, you know, Greg Biffle, he former Cup Series driver. He'll be racing, this, you know, in a, a GMS truck this afternoon. It's one of the better teams in the truck series. He'll roll off 20th. Um, yeah, you know, I, I see a good show for Greg Biffle today. He's got plenty of truck experience so back years ago. And so anyway, also think uh, if you do want to take a little bit more of a longer shot, uh, speaking of experience, I do like Matt Crafton at plus 1600. Um, you know, it's worth that. Maybe a shot on a top three. I didn't get that top three price, but uh, yeah, I think Matt Crafton is in for a uh, good showing today. And um, other than that, uh, have one matchup uh, like uh, Christian Eckes over Sheldon Creed. Eckes is at plus 105, and uh, Creed was at minus 135. I like Eckes at that plus price. Eckes finished ahead of uh, Sheldon Creed at Atlanta, Homestead, and Dover this year. And those are three checks that are somewhat similar to Darlington, but at Sh uh, Sheldon Creed, he's kind of struggled here on some of these steeper banked ovals this year. So, and uh, I could just see that happening again today. But that's really about all I had, you know, for the truck series. All right. What about in the cup series? What do we have going on today? Um, 500 miles. Yep. Southern 500. It's a uh, 367 laps. It's, it's a uh, 500 miles at Darlington's basically a, a marathon. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a long race. Um, you know, they, they get stretched out. It's a, uh, it goes green for quite a while. And of course, like we were talking about yesterday, you know, Darlington is a track that just eats tires up. I mean, these guys are going to have 12 sets of uh, Goodyear racing Eagles today for, you know, for the entire race. So it's, it's a lot of tires. Um, but going to it, I mean, no doubt Kevin Harvick's coming in, uh, as the favorite plus three, 300. Uh, he's definitely one of my favorites for the day. Um, yeah, this is going to be one of his better opportunities to win over the next three races in this round of the playoffs. And in my opinion, this is his best track out of the three between Richmond and Bristol. Uh, obviously Denny Hamlin right behind him at plus three ten. He's basically a co-favorite. Uh, I think Denny's got – another one's got a good chance. But I think Denny's going to be – he's got a really good chance. He won the, the night race at Bristol last year, and, you know, Richmond's his home track. So I don't think – I don't necessarily see Hamlin winning, but see, but he could, you know. Um, and uh, other than that, a little more of a longer shot. If you want to take a shot on uh, Eric Jones, plus 2,400, don't hate it. Uh, maybe a little sprinkle. He did miss the playoffs, and he's he's not going to be in this 20 ride for Joe Gibbs Racing next year. And, uh, you know, so he's got nothing to lose but to go out there and prove that he can still drive a race car. Darlington's one of his best tracks, and so, uh, you know, I see him running pretty good today. You, so when it, 
when did you know when a rider leaves a team or gets dropped from a team or something like that? Do they stop putting money into their car the season before? Like, since they don't want to promote them any longer. No, no. I mean, these guys go out to win every single week, you know. But it's, I mean, you know, contracts break down and, and dissolve and, and get into the later years and things of that nature. And uh, you know, if you're not if you're not out there winning, and, and I mean. Eric missing the playoffs this year. He was, he was our, he was um, already pretty much out of the ride, even as he was trying to get into the playoffs on that bubble range right there, that 16th position in points. And, but he's just said, it's just been a rough year for him, you know? So, but uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think there's a drop in funding on it. You know, the sponsors wouldn't want that. All right, well, there you have it. Jeff, thanks for joining us again. Of course, you can get Jeff's picks over at pickdogs.com on his free race analysis. And, of course, he's got premium picks on all of today's NASCAR's action. If uh, you're one of those people that bet NASCAR racing, I'm not one of those. But uh, I know they're out there. Well, we've got to find them. Anyways, thanks, Jeff, again for joining us. We'll bring the guys back in. We'll hit the Major League Baseball schedule. Guys, how you doing? Rock and rolling. All right, let's see if everyone's sound is good now. It's uh, open. I fixed it. Yes. Woo woo. Yes. Let's get back to business, man. Like, hey! we don't, we don't, I mean, we only do this show what every every single day. I mean, it's like one day we're gonna get it right. Ruffalo doesn't his house isn't on fire over there. Um, I come up a half an hour before the show and I still fuck, f it up. So. Yeah, Brian, it's like got to get his fan fixed or something there. I'm going to plan on, I'm on my computer farther away from me. The problem is, yeah, that I want it farther away from my... Oh, as far away from the mic as possible. Right here is the mic, and over here is the... Yeah. Uh, we're working on it. Yeah. Well, working on it. It's NFL week. It's time for the, uh, what do you call Pre-season it? Preseason jitters to op- get out opening, opening night. Anyways, uh, we got the Yankees and the Orioles... We were all over the birds yesterday, <laughs> man. Garrett Cole. Oh, man. Now I can start woofing some major crap, right? Because I said it before the season, and I'm going to say it. I told you. I told you he's a bum. <laughs> Biggest waste of money. Too bad Monahan's not here. Aaron Boone, just the worst manager, should have been fired on the field yesterday. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, just looks like an idiot out there, you know. Comes out with his, you know, like... <laughs> So I felt like injecting him. I mean, what a, what a terrible manager he is. Oh, we're missing Judge and we're missing, you know, Stan. No, no. You got everybody else. You got, you're the Yankees. You, it's like, this is like, you know, when, when teams like that are totally stacked, you know, I'm missing, we're missing. Everybody's missing. That's, that's part of sports. Everybody's missing. You're the Yankees. You just spent $35 million on a four and three pitcher. They can't find the plate, and you don't know how to get this guy in order, then you got to go. You got to go. If you're wasting our $35 million a year, the fans pay for that ticket. The fans are paying. We're paying. I'm not paying for that. Get him out of there. You can't fix that or hire a pitching coach that can fix that with this guy for $35 million, then you have to go. I'm starting the fire boon now, right now. Today, it all ends in Baltimore. There's been some crappy firings in Baltimore over the years. I think one, I think one happens today. Brian, what do you got here in the uh, Yankees versus uh, Orioles? 
I mean, how ridiculous is this? Masahiro Tanaka is minus 225. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding. It's right? like they're, they're I mean, printing money for us. Here. I mean, I mean who, who do they think they are? You know? I mean, just here. We're gonna put out the hat. Just, just drop your money right here instead. You know? You wanna put minus 225? Even if he wins, it's a horrible bet, right? I mean, just drop the money right in, right in the old sports chat hat. I use this for the dog of the day, right? Just drop it right in. We're not, we don't use it in the morning. We only do it at night when we're doing the dog of the day videos. So drop the money right there. Chris, what do you think? Don't even tell me <laughs> you're on Tanaka on run line. Yeah, don't even tell me you're on Tanaka <laughs> run line. Don't even tell me. I mean, no. I find it Baltimore insulting. <laughs> Baltimore. I find it insulting. Baltimore. And the over. <laughs> I'll throw in the over <laughs> for you. <laughs> Rod, drive by. Uh, yeah. I, Tanaka stinks versus uh, the Orioles uh, in his career. Uh, give me the Orioles here. I'll tell you who stinks is the Yankees against the Orioles yesterday. That was a major stench. Garrett Cole on the mound. You can't beat him with Garrett Cole. You sure as hell ain't going to beat him with Masahiro Tanaka. You got uh, Patrick Corbin against Josh Tomlin. The Braves is that massive favorite yesterday. See, spread knowledge, like while they haven't been as hot on my spread knowledge computer shows, they had the Nationals at plus 220. We were all on the Nationals. I, we, I think we gave out the Nationals too. Brian, what do you think here? Corbin against the home run king, Josh Tomlin. Ironically, pitches for the Braves where Hank Aaron broke the home run record, you know, <laughs> many years ago. Um, t- too bad he didn't get a chance to face Tomlin because he would have probably ended up with like 900. If he got to face Tomlin, what do you think? I here? think we see some runs scored, and I think it uh, creeps over the total here. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm having a hard time. You with Atlanta having to lay minus one thirty with Josh Tomlin? Give me the Nationals here. Yeah, there's no drive-through on there's there's no drive-through on Saturday and Sunday. It's only on Monday through Friday, as I say in every single video, every single day. <laughs> Rod. Uh, I like the over here. Uh, I think we're going to see a whole pile of runs in this game. Okay. Got the Metropolitans up against the Phillies. Aaron Nola, the Mets, took out the whooping stick on uh, the Phillies yesterday. Put an end to that little run that the Phillies had. But they're still 8-2 and two in their last 10. The Mets 4-6. and six. We don't see minus 150 on DeGrom too often. Uh, spread knowledge likes the Mets, and I'll tell you what, I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go Mets too. I'm gonna go Mets run line. How about you, Brian? I had the Mets yesterday. Today I'm gonna lean towards the under, even though it's a pretty square play with two solid pitchers on the mound. I think Noel and Grom Degrom go deep in this one. How about you, Chris? I think if you're going to give me two ace pitchers, I'm probably going to try to go over the value. I'm going to take the Phillies plus money here. How about you, Rod? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree with Chris. Uh, I'm going to take the Phillies here. That's run line for me, man. All day. Easy money. Rays against the Marlins. Tyler Glass now against Trevor Rogers. Um I don't know. Looks like more easy Marlin money to me, big dog money. What do you think, uh, 
Ryan Glass now uh, had that win over Cole, so now he's like you know elevated to that you know Blake <laughs> Snell status. But we saw what happened to Snell yesterday. <sighs> Another ugly twenty-five dollar lead here in the dog. I like the Marlins. Yeah, we're throwing it. It's it's definitely a key in all your parlays today. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> give me, give me the over seven and a half. It's like I really like the way Glass now is pitching. <laughs> Rod, yeah, give me the over. Uh, I think we're definitely gonna hit that over. We got, uh, yeah, Glass now is just really finding himself. Got Shane Bieber, 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 baby, up against the Brew Crew. Fred Anderson, man, the Brewers and the Indians. This, these games, I don't know how many of you guys actually watch all the games, but I do. And this was a hell of a game yesterday. Um, the Indians um, struck out. The Brewers had the bases loaded in, in the ninth inning, and uh, the Indians came through with the strikeout. That was pretty much the ball game. They ended up scoring one in the bottom of the ninth I had the under seven and a half, a smooth seven, <laughs> plenty of room. It was like one of those ones where it's like, please don't go to extra innings and let them, you know, score a run. And then, you know, the other team scores are like the walk off two run homer. you know, it was like all those things that, that, that usually bite us in the ass. It was beautiful. It was like the lead off double, get the guy to third, manufacture the run, <laughs> and walk off with the win. It's like beautiful textbook under. Just like you draw it up on the Telestrator. Brian, what do you think happens today with Bieber and Anderson? So what they did is they lowered the total down a half a run to seven. And that's for a nine-inning game. Brewers cost me a four-in-one day yesterday. But uh, in this game, I'm going to go to the over. It just seems like an easy under. And uh, I'm not going with this one. I'm going to go over the total. I think we see some runs scored. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I think it is it is an easy under. That's why I'm going to go that way. I'm going to take the under seven. I think it's a three-one, four-two game, but I think it stays under the seven. Uh, for me in this one, uh, I think it's a one-run game. Uh, give me the Brewers plus one and a half, and I like the under seven. I see this as a three-two-two-one, uh, one-run game. This is. Butler would destroy Mitch. I think they mean Bittler would destroy Mitch in MLB yeah. picks. I think maybe but, Jimmy Butler. I think maybe this. Jimmy I think Butler. this. I think this season he's got me for sure. I haven't had a good MLB season, but NBA I busted him up. <laughs> so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying I, to come back. I I'm running out of time here. I'd have to go undefeated, and Mitch would have to lose every game. But maybe it'll be close. Yeah, yeah. but I think for um, you know, it happens. You have. I mean, this season. Above all seasons in Major League Baseball, there's been some major chalky runs, you know. And if there's major chalky runs, I'm not gonna have a good run, you know. It's like, it's like NFL Opening Day where like all the favorites win. You know, you ever see like that that NFL day where like all the favorites cover? It's like I took a beat. It seems like we're always opposite though lately. I don't get it with the NBA. Just just how it's going lately. Yeah. It. Yesterday you had the day. It was first. That was my first 0 and 2 day in. NBA playoffs happens. I really thought that. Um, I really thought that that uh, Celtics in that game. I mean, they just could not hit the broadside of a barn. You know, they just could not hit anything. I mean, 
can't believe they let the Raptors back in this series. It's like, they're so much the better team. It's like, it's not even close. It's like... Heart. You can't deny the heart. It's not hard. It's Brick City. It's heart. That's it's all heart. heart. It's definitely That's hard. It's all heart for the Raptors. Oh, my God. Kyle Lowry is all heart. He's the guy who normally... Yeah. He's the one normally taking those brick shots in the last three minutes of a game. Totally because ignoring his teammates. The Raptor, Raptors don't start to play until their backs are against the wall. Down 2-0, they love to come back down 2-0. They did last year. They, they came back and beat the Bucks down 2-0. The Raptors don't start playing until their backs are against the wall. I'm salivating to get the Raptors in the next game. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Bye-bye. Boston's done. Boston's oh. Boston's worried. I don't think they're I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're worried one bit with Brad Stevens as their head coach. I certainly know they're not worried. This is a guy that does not worry. This is a guy this is a guy that took Butler to this is a guy. This is a guy, right? Brad Stevens. All right. We're off the subject here a little bit of our baseball, but let's let's talk about reality for a second, okay? Here's a guy that took Butler to back to back national championship games in college basketball. Okay? Butler. This is a guy that took Butler, okay? Butler. Not like Butler that's been good for 10 years. Like Butler, okay? Took them to the national championship game two years in a row. He came within, a, within I mean, a hair. A hair on this Gordon Hayward shot going in against Duke of pulling off probably the biggest upset in finals history with nothing. He had nothing against Duke who was loaded with number one overall draft choices in the NBA. Hall of Famers. It's like, this guy is one of the greatest coaches in the history of the sport up against the Raptors. Anyways, we got... we got Brett Anderson and Bieber here. We could talk about this all day, but it's like we everyone knows I'm right, and it's and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're going to deny the greatness of Brad Stevens versus the Raptors. I mean, he's the Raptors are the champs. You can't deny. I think that. I think both head coaches are pretty strong. <laughs> this Raptors team isn't the champs. This Raptors team is is one is one key player. This Raptors team is going to the finals. Oh my. Yeah, I agree with Rod. I think they're in the finals. Okay. So. <laughs> it's going to be the Heat versus the Raptors in, in the East final for sure. Yeah, the, the NBA, there's no way in a, in, a, in a shortened season and like all this other stuff and all this weird, like with the NBA coming back in December, there's no way the NBA doesn't want Celtics-Lakers. They would never want that. That's true. <laughs> oh, it's more than true. <laughs> Trust me on that one, man. How many times have the Celtics played the Lakers in the NBA Finals? A lot. And what do what is the what do they want? Celtics, Lakers. So what are they going to get? Celtics, Lakers, NBA. Raptors, very easy. Clippers. To, oh, pff, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors and Clippers. That's who I see. Yeah, Raptors. The Raptors. And, the Raptors and Clippers. Raptors, and, yeah. Clippers. Yeah, what you want is what you want is what you want is what you want is like Toronto in the NBA Finals again. You know, like a team that nobody cares about. You know, in the finals, except the whole country. What (laughs) the whole country? Thirty-one million people. All Canada will go at eight shit bananas. Yeah, but but the U.S. market doesn't make any money off of that. See, so there's there's all they care about is the Boston TV market, the Los Angeles TV market. It is East Coast. It is West Coast. It is a massive, massive 
thing. I'm they telling you. The West Coast. We'll have the Clippers. <laughs> Celtics, Same city. Celtics, Lakers. It's a layup. Celtics, Lakers. <laughs> Anyways. Lakers got to get by Houston first, much less get anywhere else. That's the squarest play on the board today. We've got... <laughs> we've got... Last time I looked, I'm round, so I guess I'm in trouble. <laughs> do a si- I'll do a side bet with you guys all on, on the Lakers. Oh, I feel like game. we're opposed on another game, too, today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> believe me, going to be some, you're going to see some hideous officiating. I mean, no one, gets the, no one gets the crap calls like Westbrook, okay? Nobody gets crap calls against them like Westbrook and Harden, and you got them both on the same team. Oh, yeah, against LeBron, the guy that they want, you know, the Mr., you know, he's the golden child. Trust me, Anthony Davis, LeBron, Showtime, L.A. Yeah, the NBA would never want to do anything to try and get them to the finals. Anyways, you got, uh, speaking of finals, we got, uh, where were we, Bieber against Anderson, Rod, Raptors. (laughs) (laughs) In this one here, I'm, I'm going to take the Brewers plus one and a half. Uh, like I said, I see this as a one-run game. Uh, I like and with Chris, I'm with Chris on the under too. I think this goes under. Uh, I, I really see a three-two game coming. All right, got uh, got Robbie Ray. In for the blue <laughs> against Andrew Triggs. Oh man, they got to put a one thirty-five Eastern Time start on this game because they're gonna be there all afternoon. It's gonna be a long day at Fenway Park. Brian, uh, what do you think, Robbie Ray? Does he? How many? What's the over/under on walks? Not sure about that, but I think the Robbie Ray's been getting a little bit better with every start. Not that he's an all-star by any means. Uh, and this line's a little high for me, but light lean to the Toronto. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Toronto in the over here. I think uh, it's a high-scoring game, but Toronto ekes one out. Yeah, we're not a fantasy uh, site. Got someone here asking. We have we have fantasy coverage. Brett is the best fantasy guy out there. I, I'll put him up against. I say this all the time. I'll put him up against. I'll put him up against any fantasy player in any sport out there. I'll bank him. You guys, any of those big fantasy sites that are all these fantasy idiots, right? The, I call them fantasy idiots. The guys, uh, 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 it's like they're sitting there, like, oh my god, you know, this guy stubbed his toe. Oh, but I'm playing against him with my defense in my other league, and this guy's in the other league. It's like, how many leagues is this guy in? You know, and it's like, you know, can't you just put a couple dimes on the Eagles, you know, and walk and, and move on? You know, it's like, oh, it's like this whole season uh, uh, and this whole. Uh, so annoying, man. But Brett is is phenomenal out. He just came in third place in the DraftKings golf competition. He won like twenty four grand last week. He gave out the picks for that in our site, on our website, and he won twenty four thousand on DraftKings with those picks. So, whatever. <laughs> it's like it doesn't get any better than that. He hit twenty four thousand on DraftKings, and I think another six thousand on FanDuel on the same picks that he gave out for free. I put him up against anybody. Ruffalo, like I guess Ruffalo plays fantasy, and he ends up 
like in these competitions and he's right next to right, right next to Brett, like in the standings. And they're like always you know, against like they're playing against guys that are like computers, basically, you know, and they're still kicking their butts. It's like, and we're not even a fantasy site. It's a bunch of gamblers. Anyways, um, Robbie Ray and Triggs, Chris, I haven't heard your dinner plate comment yet. So I know I didn't get to you. <laughs> no, I think he's going to actually find the plate here. So I'll take a Toronto and uh, I'll take the over as well. Rod, Raptors, Red Sox. Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take Robbie Ray. I think maybe, maybe a change of scenery will help him out a little. Maybe. <laughs> give me the uh, give me the Jays here. Here's my com- here's the comment of the day. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like it's like it's like here's where I always tell people you got to be super specific. You know, because it's like who knows what what you I don't I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> This is my favorite. I love that one. I'm just going to leave it up the whole show. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> I, I like the over in Fenway. 11 runs. Chad Cool against TJ Antone in Pittsburgh. The Reds uh, kind of showed something going. I gave out the Reds actually as my best of the live show pick yesterday in our, in our five-pack, and it hit. Brian, who do you like today in the Reds-Pirates game? 61% of the public on the Reds. I think the value here is all the Pirates. Uh, I don't know how you can't go with a nice $50 Pirates money line player. Chris? Yeah, I'm on the Pirates as well. Uh, give me the over. Uh, I think we're going to see some runs there today. Brad Stevens is overrated. He got Butler. Butler to the finals <laughs> twice. <laughs> not not North Carolina. Not do, but Tom Izzo, right, who's got Michigan State, <laughs> all right? They treat him like a god. Roy Williams, who had Kansas, and then North Carolina, right, gets to the finals here and there. They treat him like a god. Coach K has got Duke, gets to the finals all the time. They treat him like a god. This guy took Butler to the finals twice, <laughs> you know? I, you tell me, you know? It's like, I, I always respect the guys that did it with less, you know? It's kind of like, what, you know, why do I think Howard Schnellenberger was the, was the greatest Hurricanes coach? Because he's the one that got us there from, from, one, in, from one, in, one in 10 to the national championship. He's the guy that built that and, ha- and made that happen. Why, was Frank, why is Frank Beamer one of my great? Why do I think he's one of the great coaches? He made it to the national championship game with Virginia Tech. Not Oklahoma, not Texas. Not USC, not Alabama. He made it there with Virginia Tech. These are not Beamer ball. Yeah, but Butler, you're not going to get Grant Hill and Zion Williamson and, you know, Michael Jordan at Butler. You're not going to get those guys. And if you can coach that team, that means that you know how to coach a team. And just like Spolstra in Miami, same thing. You know, it's like, yeah, you see. Yeah, he had LeBron, he had Bosch and Wade, right? But how many other coaches have those type of talents and can't put it together? I mean, look at Aaron Boone. Anyways, um, got. Uh, I love I love getting those side Boone jabs in anywhere I can. Boy, does he stink! It's <laughs> like, why is this guy a manager? Because his father was a catcher. I I don't even get it. It's like, he's a mediocre ball player that played for several teams. Um. I don't know. 
Is Aaron Boone available? <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Chris, did you give a pick here on the Pirates and uh, Reds? Yeah, I like the Pirates. How about you, Rod? I like the over. I think we're going to see a bunch of runs here today. Okay, we've got uh, Royals against the White Sox. Dallas Keuchel is minus 240 against Matt Harvey. Brian, it's like, man, I don't like people on my bandwagon, but, you know. It's just the way it is. Well, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I'm going to take the White Sox minus two and a half here. I hate Matt Harvey. Chris? <laughs> yeah, Brian jumped on mine. I, I like the White Sox minus two and a half as well. I think you pushed up to three and a half. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think the White Sox minus two and a half. They easily win by three. Yeah, we see them win by a touchdown. Jeez. Take the over, too. I think we're definitely going to see a whole pile of runs. 10 to 2 White Sox here. Okay. Got uh, Twins Rich Hill against Casey Mize, who's slowly becoming one of my favorite pitchers to watch. Not because he's um, you know reached that potential that they think that he has, that it's just always he's one of these guys that makes the game a lot more exciting than it needs to be. Every at-bat is kind of an event when Casey Mize is on the hill. If you have a chance, if you guys have the MLB at-bat app, and I'm not a uh, this is non-paid endorsement, whatever. You know, just these are just things that I have, you know. So the MLB at-bat app, if you can listen to the Tigers broadcast of today's game. It's like they just love Casey Mize and like how every every pitch is basically an event when this guy pitches because it's just like he's all over the place. You know, he's like, I don't know how Chris, how old is Casey Mize? Is he like 19 years old or something? He's like one of these like young kids, like a really high ceiling. So he's kind of like Luke LaRouche in uh, Bull Durham, right? He's kind of like that. I think he's 21, but yeah, don't quote me on He's kind of like Luke LaRouche in Bull Durham where it's like he has the stuff, but it's like when he when he makes a bad pitch, it's just like, oh, my God. But it's like he can get he, – he's always in trouble. But he it's like it's a matter of if he gets out of it or not, you know. But really, really fun guy to watch. And it's Rich Hill. We know what he does. Three to five innings tops. Brian? Tigers, Pirates, Orioles all get a $50 bets for me today. I like the Tigers value. Chris? Yeah, I like the Tigers as well. Give me the Tigers and Mize here. How about you, Rod? Yeah, I'll take I'll take Detroit and uh, Mize and his little bit of command issues. Maybe he'll, he'll maybe get a little bit of control of those today. In the strangest looking line on the board, the Giants minus 135 against the Arizona Diamondbacks, just plus 115 with Cueto on the mound, who's been dominating this season. The Diamondbacks have been god-awful. The Giants contending for a playoff spot at San Francisco. Alex Young on the mound for the Diamondbacks, who I know when he first came up, I was super critical because of that Pacific Coast League ERA, right, that he had. And then he looked really good. But this year he's been, you know, straight garbage. But here he is at just plus 115. You would think that this would be one of those minus 175 type games, or maybe the public really hates the Giants that much, but 72% of the public here on the Giants 
$10 in inverse line movement going the other direction. Ooh, something looks amiss here. I don't know. Brian? I'm going to take a chance here with Arizona uh, for about a $50 bet. Also, I like the under here. Yeah, I'm on the under here as well. The, the line does look funny, but I'll, I'll stick with the under. Right. Uh, I like the under as well. Um, that line looks funky. Maybe we're in for a pitcher's duel. Maybe Young uh, has a half-decent start today. Rod and Chris are both Canadian. That's why they came on originally as the Puck Dogs. Can you send me the information for NFL Fantasy? There's no information. There's Brett. It's on our website, pickdogs.com and sportschatplace.com. We have a tab. It says fantasy, right? Because the last, I don't even, I don't even touch the fan. I don't even look at the fantasies. I don't even like to click on the tab, you know? Brett tells me that the fantasy articles are up or whatever, that he's been doing fantasy, whatever. I say that's good. I don't even, I don't even like to, I don't even like to touch it. I, I, I will not watch sports with fantasy players. I will not do it. I got my fancy draft today. Yeah, good good luck. Have fun <laughs> with it. Wow, I won. Is it, here's the trophy I won from winning a fantasy league. It's like, how old? I, how, I mean, I mean, I mean, you're going to be like 70 years old holding up the strap, you know? It's That's like, right. <laughs> once you get the tattoo, you know, with all the, the slashes every time you every time you win it. It's like... It's like, if I did look, that, my whole arm would be full. Let, let me find the dumbest friends I can find, and I can uh, so I can <laughs> abuse them in fantasy football for seventeen weeks. Now, here here's here's a true story. Okay, this is this is why I don't play fantasy anymore. So I used to play fantasy. I used to play fantasy like back in the day before there was even like computers were like mainstream. Right. So I drafted Barry Sanders his rookie year, Emmett Smith. Right. These are all guys that I drafted like rookie year. That's how long I played fantasy. Morton Anderson was my kicker. You know, I had all that stuff going on. So about 10 years, maybe more than 10 years ago. So I drafted, I was in a fantasy league. It was $10,000 a person, 12 person league, right? $10,000 a person, 120,000 winner take all. And I had a team, and I drafted Randy Moss the year he got traded to the Patriots. I got him in, like, the 10th round. And I got um, – because, remember, he had the bad year. So, like, nobody drafted him. So I took Randy Moss. I had Brett Favre was my quarterback. I got him. He was, like, a leftover. He had a monster year that year. I mean, I, I didn't lose a regular season game all season long. We got to the championship game. I made a side deal with the person I was in the thing with. We said, we'll do 90-30. Okay, 90000 to the winner, 30000 to the loser of the game, which, I mean, we're still talking big fantasy money here, right? And all my guys sit. He picks up Lawrence Maroney for the Patriots and goes off for like 225 yards, and I lose. And I'm like, you know what? I'm never playing again. You must have liked it enough, though, if you had a ten thousand dollar league. That's that's a big time. Well, it's like I'm not going to sit there and have fifty dollars, you know, all season long. It's like there's there's no, that's the whole thing about fantasy. There's nothing fun about that for me. It's like like when I go to the craps table. It's like I'm known, and even you know, even even Craig, who I don't speak with anymore, right? He'll tell you this. You know, it's like I make big bets. That's what I do. Right. I make big bets. And it's like I don't sit there for the entertainment value. You know, 
I make a, I make big bets. I'm not, I don't like the event of the game. Like at the craps table, I'd way rather have a 45 minute run them over session or drop my, drop my money and be done with it. than sit there for five or six hours getting smoke blown in my face and elbowed in the ribs all, you know, and, and I have fun, you know, when everyone's screaming and we're winning and we're doing all that stuff, but it's just, I don't enjoy the process. I don't see the entertainment value. For me, it's straight. It's strictly about winning and losing. And people that like have played with me, like at the blackjack table or you know whatever, and even like at the roulette table, I like roulette. And it's like I only usually only play it one spin, and I'll just play two numbers, and that's it. Six and eleven. I play the two numbers, and that's it. And I just walk away. Put a hundred on each, and if I hit, I hit. If I don't hit, I walk. And it's like people. You know, people say when I hit and walk. You know, they always say same thing. Cold blooded. And that's exactly For real? how I treat is that, it. The, is that the two numbers you play, 6 and 11? Yeah, that is my two that's numbers. A, that's the only numbers I play in Rula, yeah. 6 and 11. It's the only it's, numbers it's, I play. I was born November 6th, so it's like November is the 11th, and uh, 6 is my birthday. So uh, 6 and 11 are my two numbers. That's the only numbers I play. I watch and look at the board and go, hey, they haven't been drawn in a while. Nice, 6 and 11. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm. Weird. That's it's my anniversary with my wife, 6, 11, oh. June 11th. That's nice. what we, we play it. I've actually, there was one time when I played it. Um, well, I played it a few times where, you know, I've actually played it more than doing that. And, you know, but most of the time, that's what I do. And I hit it six and 11, like five out of six spins. I had hit the, um, I hit the, fu- I had a day. It was, it was um, the day after Thanksgiving in, when I lived in Chicago, I hit the fire bed at the craps table for, for a nickel. So it was like, I had five bucks on the fire. I hit the whole thing. It was, it paid five grand. I, I was waiting for my wife who was playing slots. I went over to the roulette table, played six and 11. It came in 11, 11, 11, six, 11, something else, 11, six. It was like one of those days, you know, we just walk out and it's just like, oh man, you're almost, you're always looking over your shoulder. <laughs> it's like, you're afraid, you know? Is somebody following me? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, man, let's get back to the picks. I know everyone hates the sidetrack stuff, but um, we got Berea up against Framber Valdez. Chris, not Berea. Don't, don't lock me in the Oreo factory. Brian <laughs> actually pitched really well after we did that whole Berea bit. He only allowed two runs in that game, but it wasn't, you know, the two runs were enough to lose. He lost two to one, um, which really is not that bad, but, um, you know, (laughs) actually the angels seven and three in their last 10, they've been playing really well. Brian. That's right. Go angels. I think you're going to see a low scoring game here. I think it goes under the total. I think both pitchers, uh, go pretty deep fairly. Chris. (laughs) <laughs> give me the under here <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the under you don't want to take Maria come on <laughs> Where my sounds give me the under <laughs> <laughs> how about you Rod <laughs> I want to take your Maria just to take Maria <laughs> <laughs> it's a magical world. We're magical world. Okay. Not Maria. Not Maria. No. 
Oh no! <laughs> oh man, got the Padres and the A's. Mike Fires, the whistleblower. Is I always say that now when I say Mike Fires, it's always like an automatic, right? The whistleblower up against Garrett Richards, who used to pitch in this division. <laughs> he used to pitch for the Angels. Brian, you, you got any of your Angels magic dust for uh, for the? Uh, for the Padres here, two crappy pitchers in a base in a pitcher's ballpark. I'm still going to go over the number here. I think both teams put up some runs. How about you, Chris? I'll take a shot with the Padres here. I like Richard just a little bit more than Fires, so give me the Padres. How about you, Rod? Uh, give me the under ten ten and a half here. I think we go under that number today. Another one, yeah, White Sox. It's like these are all the people <laughs> that were Cub fans, you know, before. All right, trying to catch up on some comments here. And we've got Seattle against Texas. My guy, Justin Dunn, just in time here. Only minus 130 against Jordan Lyles. Looks a little odd as well. What do you think, Brian? I think uh, we see this total go over. Uh, I like Dunn, but uh, he's susceptible to give up runs every once in a while. So look for it to go slightly over the total here. Just the lean, tiny. How confident are you in Orioles? Well, it's not a premium pick. So not that confident. Chris? <laughs> I'll take the Mariners here. I like Justin Dunn. I'm on the, I'm on the Dunn bandwagon, so. Give me Seattle. I agree. Give me Seattle here. Texas has not looked good lately. John Lester against Dakota Hudson. Kim um, gone for the season. Could be. I mean, this could be a career ender for this guy. Kidney issues. Kidney issues, yeah. Yeah, that is never good, man. We we joke around a lot, you know, but we, we do wish him the best. That is some serious, serious business. Um, Brian, what do you think here? Dakota Hudson against John Lester. Lester, to me, is regressing. Yeah, this line kind of tells you everything. I got it listed like around minus 110. That seems kind of light for the Cubs with Lester at home. But uh, I'm going to go with Dakota Hudson here. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I think I read the winds blowing out, but I'm still going to take the under 12 and a half. I, I think this is... Still a lower scoring game. I don't see it hitting double digits, so give me the under. Did you have Kim on your fantasy team? I did. Actually, <laughs> I think now that I think about it. <laughs> How about you, Rod? Uh, I agree with Chris. Give me the under here. Uh, 13 seems like a monster number to be trying to get over. Give me the under. I don't know what it is about that fantasy thing. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to. It's just some, something. Something says mom's basement about it. You know, I know it's like higher tech and people go, oh, no, you know, it's like it's I I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I love I love. um, So behind the scenes, like way behind the scenes, I'll let you guys I'll let you guys in on something that's going on behind the scenes. So everyone is out there. There's all these big companies, right? There's really big European money and these other U.S. money, too. They're going around trying to buy up all these websites. 
right? And they're trying to buy sports betting websites and fantasy websites because of the sports betting market, right? And the U.S. is opening up. So we've been approached a bunch of times. And every time that they offer me a deal, they want me to come with them as part of the deal, like to buy our websites. And then they want me to work for them. Like, Did you already do that once before? Uh, yeah, I mean, let's, I mean, I, I can be perfectly honest here, you know, and I have people that say, I, I hear people that say this all the time. I've never been fired from a job. Well, I've never had a job I wasn't fired from. It's like the probability of like me having a working relationship of working with one of these other companies is the, pro the probability of that working out over like a three-year contract is zero, right? I mean, there's zero chance that that's, I'm going to say something that they're not going to like, or they're going to do something I don't like, and I'm going to call them out on it, and then I'm going to be the bad guy, right? This we, We've been through this. I mean, how many times do we have to see this play out before we have to do it? But um, one of the things that they always try and pitch to me is that we're getting fantasy sites. We're getting fantasy sites. But I would say, and, you know, you guys can tell me differently, um, fantasy players and sports bettors are not the same people. They're not the same people. I think that there's some crossover. But, Brian, you're in a 12-man fantasy league or 10 or 12 in your fantasy football. 12 guys. All right, so how many of those 12 guys are avid bettors, like gamblers? Almost none. Right, none. That's, and that is generally the case because I've done fantasy promotions with you guys, and, I mean, I'm talking you know, three, three to five million people I've promoted these to, and they're damn good promotions. And next in cricket, it's just not the same people, not the same people. And that, I believe that that's exact. And that like, oh, we're going to push our sports betting at these fantasy sites. It's like, those are not sports better. Those are people that put a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, 500 bucks. Or if you're like me, $10,000 and you go the whole season, you know, I don't know, man. I thought, I thought the $10,000 league. That was like, like, cause I was, I had, I had given up on fantasy at that time, but then when I heard it was 10,000, the buy-in, I was like, this is going to be fun. You know, <laughs> plus they charge for the transactions on top of it. You know, <laughs> it was like, it was, it was, it was, it, that was, uh, I mean, I, I lost that championship game. I still won, you know, 20 grand net, but it was, uh, change. That was, uh, it's the way to go out. Anyways, uh, we should have a company fantasy football league. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Why don't we have, we have, I, I'll, I'll stick to my betting contests. How about uh, Dakota Hudson and John Lester for you? Chris, did you give this one? Yeah, we went over yeah. this one, I think. All right. I like, I like the Cardinals. And I hate the Cubs, in case anyone didn't know that. We got, <laughs> Nice sweep for the Cardinals yesterday. We got the Dodgers up against the Rockies. I just I see minus two eighty, and it's like I just pick against the Dodgers every single time. You only have to win one out of three, you know. Against yeah, the I think Dodgers. we all hit on the Rockies and yeah. Orioles yesterday. That's plus money. Winner. Betting against the Dodgers is the easiest money on the board. You only have to win one out of three, you know, to to get plus money on these. I mean, betting on the Dodgers and the Dodgers run line is even is is even tougher. Because, I mean, how many one-run games have the Dodgers been in? Brian, go ahead with your pick. I'm going to take a look and see how many times they've won by one run this inning this year. I'm going to go with the Rockies plus one and a half here. I think it's going to be a one-run game either way. I'll take the one and a half, a little bit of plus money. How about you, Chris? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna push that a little bit further. I'm gonna go Rocky's money line. I like Castellani on the road. He's much better away from Coors, and Urias gets hit hard. So give me the Rockies. Rod, uh, I'll take the Rockies as well. And the Dodgers run line at home is twelve and nine. I like the Rockies Stop. here. Anyways, we got one hockey matchup. Um, stars and uh, Stars and the Golden Knights. Uh, the, once again, that Dallas. So this is what happened. We're doing the Dallas um, video last night. And, you know, it's always the Stars. So I use this thing right here, right? I have a switcher. And I don't, I've shown this on the show before. But right here, there's a button that says finish. If I hit this, it will knock the show off the air. But instead, and it also stops the recording when doing the videos. But right below it is this button, which has applause. So I have two applause buttons. I have this applause button. And then I think it's this one. But I hit this one instead of hitting the finish. But uh, anyways, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like, and, it, and then I said... Effing stars. <laughs> so at the end of the video, if you watch the video, you might hear a little bit of cheering at the end. And I don't know if I edited out the effing stars part or not, but that might have been my that might have been my favorite bloopers since we started doing these videos. <laughs> All right, so if you count, so if you count the one, the five times the Dodgers have won by one run, and then you know throw in the other ten losses, it's like it's been a nightmare for betters. Oh, yeah, you're definitely losing your money on a run line there. Definitely. At home, 12 and 9? Yeah, for sure. Because your, your run line is probably minus 140 on minus 150 on some of those. Yeah. Chris, what do you think here with the Stars and Golden Knights? I said the Stars in the video I haven't wavered. I, I think uh, Dallas was scoring for fun in that series against Colorado, and uh, you saw how Vegas kind of struggled against Thatcher Demko. He was standing on his head, but I just think the, the – we're getting plus money with the team that's in way better form. I'll take the stars here. Yeah, we can we've seen we've seen Vegas uh keep Vancouver in that last game out of the offensive zone, but uh this Dallas team is gonna uh pressure Vegas hard. Um Vegas is uh, Dallas's offense is nothing like the Canucks. Um uh, I I'm, I'm staying with Dallas. Give me Dallas here today. How about you, Brian? You got any uh thing to say here? Give me the over in this game. I think we see a bunch of goals. All right. Um, I'm just looking at the Major League Baseball statistics, trying to see if I could find the betting uh, numbers here. Yeah, I wonder how much money you've lost just betting Dodgers money line every game if you bet 100 bucks. I'm just looking. I will find it. Anyways, um, we got parlays coming up for today. So, um, Chris, who do you like in your parlay for today? I'm going to take the Baltimore Orioles, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Colorado Rockies all on the money line. Three dogs. And how about you, uh, Rod? 
for me, I am going to take Where's my little sheet here. Hold on, give me a second. Go to Brian. Take his parlay first. Brian, what's up here with yours? Okay, I'm going to do a simple parlay. Just take the Milwaukee Bucks money line and the Baltimore Orioles money line. Parlay those two up. How about for me? I'm I'm going to take uh, Seattle money line, Giants money line, and Detroit money line over the Twins. It doesn't say on this one exactly how much money you've lost. But, um, all right, let me give mine out. I like the Orioles. The, uh, I like the Orioles, the Tigers, and the Pirates. That'll be mine. Go back to the well one more time. Anyways, this is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Another fun show. Really enjoyed it. Kind of uh, got off the rails a couple times, but that's going to happen. You guys know. It's part of uh, what you signed up for when you join our show. Anyways, uh, we appreciate all of you. Wow, 618 people watching us live. I think that's the most we've ever had simultaneously as we head into football season. Thanks to every one of you. Be sure to smash the like button and to subscribe to our channel. And, of course, we promise that we'll uh, try to act more professional tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone.